0: books and arts book review america and the world pointillist power imperialism is an unduly neglected feature of american history the united states was born out of rebellion against imperial power yet it then amassed more of an empire than is commonly realised, including by Americans. Indeed, the country's history, according to Daniel Imavar's lively new book, is a history of empire. Grasping that history means looking beyond today's logo map of America, as Mr Imavar, a historian at Northwestern University, calls the country's core. His focus is on the wider lands that have come under its control, the greater United States. At various times, this has included the Philippines, a colony from 1899 to 1946, and Puerto Rico, now a Commonwealth, as well as American Samoa, Guam, the US Virgin Islands, Northern Marianas, and myriad other territories around the world. This history is a drama in three acts. The first describes the amassing of Logo America through westward expansion and the displacement of Native Americans. The story of the land-hungry country's manifest destiny is well known, but well told by Mr Imovar. Next, in Act Two comes the annexing of other territories. In the 19th century, a craze for guano for use as fertilizer leads to the occupation of dozens of uninhabited islands in the Caribbean and Pacific. Alaska is purchased. Military victories bring in the northern part of Mexico, and then Spain's overseas empire, including the Philippines, Puerto Rico, thousands of islands, and 8.5 million people, though at great cost. By one calculation, the fight for the Philippines claims more lives than the American Civil War. With hostilities stretching from 1899 to 1913, it is America's longest conflict, save for the one that is still raging in Afghanistan today. The killing in the Philippines in the Second World War is the most destructive event ever on American soil. At the end of that war, the greater United States contains some 135 million people outside the mainland, more than the 132 million living in the core country itself. However, except for a brief period of enthusiasm for empire around the turn of the 20th century, the country's imperial reach is played down by its politicians. Unlike London, Washington is not festooned with grand offices to run the colonies. And then in Act Three, something remarkable happens. America gives up territory. The population of American lands beyond the core states shrinks from 51% of the total in 1945 to 2% in 1960 after Hawaii and Alaska joined the Union. These days, all the overseas territories add up to an area smaller than Connecticut. Why the retreat? Projecting power no longer requires going to the trouble of holding large amounts of land, often against the will of the local population. Instead, globalisation replaces colonisation. Thanks to aviation, logistical mastery, and other world shrinking innovations, America can substitute technology for territory. Not that holding territory is wholly irrelevant even now. The superpower has roughly 800 overseas bases, compared with some 30 held by others in total. In Mr Imavar's vivid formulation, its empire is now a pointillist one. The United States did not abandon empire, but reshuffled its imperial portfolio, divesting itself of large colonies and investing in military bases, tiny specks of semi-sovereignty strewn around the globe. Mr Imavar peppers his account with colourful characters and enjoyable anecdotes. This tale of territorial empire, he suggests, throws light on the histories of everything from the Beatles to Godzilla – the birth control pill, to the transistor radio, even on the use of the word America, which entered common parlance surprisingly late, spreading only after 1898. It also has darker sides, racism, the legal grey zone in which many overseas territories exist, and the lack of full representation that still affects the four million or so people living in them. Deadly impacts of empire, according to Mr. Imovar, range from terrorism in retaliation against the presence of American bases to inadequate responses to disasters in places with second-class citizenship, such as the feeble reaction to the carnage wreaked by Hurricane Maria in Puerto Rico in 2017. He does not explore the implications of President Donald Trump's back-to-the-core America-first approach for the greater United States. Nor does he dwell on the rise of a rival empire, which is famous for learning from the American experience. Some observers will look at the Belt and Road Initiative and the occupation of islands in the South China Sea and detect pointillism with Chinese characteristics.